<sighs> I'm not totally yawning, but it is an early Sunday morning and Valentine just decided to wake us up all um, to record a podcast. Um, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Rufaro, and I'm joined by, uh, since I've already mentioned Valentine, you get to go first for the first time. You know, you, 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 you say my name with such disdain. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> And Ed, as usual, good to have you on the podcast. Thank you, thank you. Feels good to be here. Such a such an early wake to a podcast. Yeah, at least it's not too cold today. I know, like some days it's been like super cold. You no, know, but it's like, well, yeah, that's a different podcast. I guess ranting about winter. Um, today we're here to talk about. Uh, <laughs> The recently announced um, uh, budget surplus that happened in Zimbabwe. So um, essentially, uh, Zimra, they posted their performance report uh, for the first quarter. um, And we just had to talk about that. And um, yeah, so I assume we all read, right, the report. Yeah, it's time to check if people did their homework. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. So when I oh, went, yeah, we read. I was like the first question that came to mind is um, the opening and the introduction. Um, it says the government of Zimbabwe launched a new economic blueprint, the National Development Strategy um, (NDS1), which is running from 2021 to 2025, and this was launched in the first quarter of 2021. So I was like, okay, um, what is this um, NDS thing? And they also mentioned a transitional stabilization program, which ran from October 2018 to December um, 2021. Uh, someone please enlighten me. What are these two things? The, the, the economic plans, economic recovery plans, um, like this whole five-year thing. That they set up five-year plans, you know, at intervals based on how the economy is supposedly doing or how they wanted to do. So Zimaz was the first one, and then we got TSP, and then we got in NDS one. So NDS one just basically, I guess, if it works. To be honest, and I, and I won't make this rant long. I don't see much of a difference between the transitional stabilization program and NDS one. I mean, the names are different, um, but yeah. So basically, they just want economic growth. Uh, I think that it was average of 5% uh, for the next five years, uh, which is unlikely to happen in 2021. Uh, but, you know, it, who knows, uh, because of COVID and whatnot. Um, main fiscal deficits averaging not more than 3% of the GDP. Yeah, uh, lower inflation within SADC, you know, a range between 3 to 7% by 2025. Yeah, you know, if it's possible. So it's basically just an economic plan. Um it's, it's it's a very long document, so if you are not a fan of long documents, don't read it. Or you should read it, but in, in stages of <laughs> long documents, then yeah, enjoy it. Uh, but uh, yeah, as again, the rant is why they make these things so um, so long and complicated. I know economics is not the simplest field, but it's just like, give us the public, like a distilled version, like a, a growth point version where we can just talk about with, with our friends. Hopefully I'll link it so you can go check it out yourself. Um, but yeah, all the very best with that. Okay. So um, the government made two plans, one which started in October 2018, ended in December 2021. 
then another plan which started um, in the first quarter of 2021. So now they then announced, hey, um, Zimbabwe has recorded a $9.8 billion budget surplus. So just from reading that like statement or headline, you'd be like, oh, okay, it looks like the plan is is working. There's a surplus. Um, but then I guess the question would be, okay, what what actually does it mean when 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 there's a budget surplus? Um, which is just essentially um, when you have your income uh, being more than your expenses, so you then have um, money left over. Um, so this usually happens in cases where you know the finances of the government are being managed pretty well. It's just like in your house, you know, um, you have your salary that comes in and then you have the things that you need to pay for. If you manage to make sure that um, your expenses are not higher than your salary, then you're doing a good job. Um, but then how does it happen in the case of, of a government? How does the government get to have a budget surplus? I don't know. Or well, other than the that. simple one that I just, that I just <laughs> mentioned. I, I feel like I asked the question that I answered, <laughs> but then I feel like it's not as simple it's just oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the the government is managing um, its finances really well, so um, the expenses are lower than the income, um, or maybe it's that simple. Oh man, it's not. It's not. It's, it's economics is painfully complicated. And again, I should preface that I am just an observer. I have no economics degree. No, should I be talking about this? But here we are. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so yeah, the example gave, before I gave like yeah, that's that's the one that that's like makes the most sense because like all oh, your incomes are 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 more than what you're actually spending so so in a household setting that's that's pretty simple right so guys if you spend if you earn like referral three million dollars a month and you only spend a hundred thousand you know you're sitting in a pretty good position because referral can mm. then go by you know put his down payment on his jet or put his down payment on his you know dude pizza why are you going to jets <laughs> the pizza. This guy, it's like you don't even know me <laughs> Oh, there's pizza yeah. on the jet. Yeah, yeah, there's pizza on the jet. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so, in, in case of government, like it's not, it's it's in Zim is weird because it's difficult. To, it's, it's difficult to be objective about it because, like, obviously we all have yearnings and we're all pretty frustrated with the economy. Uh, but what might cause a budget surplus? So it doesn't necessarily mean the economy is being well managed. It it might mean that they're just strong tax revenues. So as Zimbos and we all know, with the two percent tax is a thing, you know, brought into tax, the informal sector, it's a debit transaction point, and then everybody's left to pay whatever income tax, pay, company to pay, pay and whatnot, all those taxes they have to pay. So it could just, just be an indicator that there's strong tax revenues. Um, it could also be that there's high employment uh, and rising income. So if people's incomes rise and there's high employment, that means that people are being dragged into higher tax brackets. So if Rufaro was being taxed 40% for making 3 million, for example, and then you know, he starts making seven million because he got this brilliant new idea to create um, a build-your-own-pizza app, and he gets he gets an IPO. It, it flows onto the market. He's uber rich now. He's now a billionaire. He's now dragged up into another tax bracket. Um, so, which means you have to pay more. So, rising incomes, are tax profits. So again, it or, or like natural resources could be another thing. If you're making so much money from natural resources like oil and gas, like some very lucky countries. So yeah, it's you know, you obviously it's gonna come. It's gonna it's gonna make you more than you're actually spending. But then it doesn't necessarily mean that it, in Zimbabwe, in the Zimbabwean context, it's just yeah, we are heavily taxed. Like Uber do a super taxed. So that's probably what it is. Um, 
I, I don't know what else to say. That's just painfully what it is for me. It's kind of like more taxes, less money that the government's actually spending on other things. So public spending, which is weird in this COVID era, but I guess it's a story for another day. Hmm. Interesting. So so it it kind of links to to the question that what happens to the surplus? I mean, yeah, we have spent much less than what we have um we have spent much less than what we have been getting. We've we've got this big chunk of change and it's just sitting there. I mean, you, you it's a question that everyone has like where is it appropriated? Does it mean that, you know, civil servants are now getting bonuses? Does it mean that, um, um, you know, some form of the economy, whether it's uh, industry or it's the health sector or it's um, some public services, are they now going, is there now going to be an improvement in those areas? Because, hey, I mean, we, we've got change. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So, uh, Two words: road habilitation. Road habilitation. My soul. So, so yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know how they would then use it, uh, but yeah, it's one of the things that just came into mind. But okay, maybe they then use those excess funds, you know, to make sure that the roads are really well. Um, because it sucks how, like, if you're um, a tourist or you're coming from somewhere out there, and you're coming to Zim or Harare to be specific, right? You get uh, by the airport and then you drive on this really nice road. And when it ends, that road, that's it. Um, You're in a totally different country at that point. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it, it would be nice if they used it for road rehabilitation. but uh, And obviously the health sector, because I think it's super important now because of COVID. And again, we've got new restrictions, so cases are on the rise. So that's probably a place to spend it. But governments don't only spend it on stuff like that. So in a normal year, they'd probably use it like Zim or we're well aware of hearing, oh, Zim owes X bank or, you know, whatever in financial mm-hmm. institution money. So budget surpluses tend to be used for that. Uh, not in Zimbabwe, but I'm just saying in general. They just, if, if you have outstanding debts, you just pay for, for, um, for you, you, you help, you know, finance, uh, not finance, you help repay those uh, financial yeah, loans. Uh, <clears throat> so, so some of the governments use it for stimulus packages, like, um, and I, I don't think this necessarily means you can only do it in a surplus and deficit as well as America does that, where they were just printing money during the the, the, the COVID crisis, you know, for for the for the for the corporate bailouts, for you know the the, the stimulus checks that everybody got. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in a surplus. It, it just depends what kind of country you are, I guess. But yeah, usually you know infrastructure development and things like that are in, in normal circumstances what they would do if you have no debts or if your debts have a plan that will allow you to to pay them off in a more comfortable manner, I guess. So running a surplus is awesome. Uh, it has advantages, but yeah, like Gufaro said, you know, um, where will it actually be used? Um, how will it be? Was it, well, sorry, Ed, what Ed said, like, where will it actually be used? <laughs> where will we see? Where will we see the the, the money coming, like, to be actually? Because it's, it's all it's all well and good to, to announce it, but then again, again in the in the, in the, in the report by the Herald, was kind of like. Great. Show us what you're gonna do with it. And then I think that's the less that's the less impressive things about reports like this is because they they announce that oh we've made X amount and there's never a follow up or we're gonna use it for X Y and Z. And we want to know where it's used. Yeah. 
it's it's just so crazy that they don't end up telling us where exactly it goes. I mean, we we would want to know. I can't just end it. Hey, we have more money. I mean, money is there to be used. So where is it being used? Yep. And it would have been nice, like, if Zim was in the position, like other countries that start these, like, wealth funds and asset management stuff with the surplus, but we're not in that position. So, yeah, we've got problems, big problems. Baby steps. We'll get there. <laughs> Hopefully, one day. Okay, so, so, so we've already unpacked a lot. Uh, what is the budget surplus? How does the budget surplus happen? And speculating on what happens with the surplus. Um, so, we know there's been a surplus. How how did this come about? Well, not in the sense of how how does it happen, uh, mm. but in the sense of how did um, uh, the Zimbabwe Revenue Authority perform in the first quarter of 2021? You know, like what was the distribution of their sources of revenue, ETC, things like that. Because it was good, but yeah. Well, it is, I think it was good. Oh, yeah. Oh yes, it's interesting. So, so Zimra is actually, um, is actually one of those, uh, institutions that actually also saw a, um, what do you call that? A profit or a surplus. So they have their own, exp- uh, their own set targets for how much they expect to make within that particular quarter. And then the figures they recorded were actually higher than it. In fact, the actual figures were 90. billion SIM dollars um, that they actually received against their target revenue collection of uh, 86.52 billion. So it was, it was a bit of some improvement there. Um, But uh, most of that money comes from the biggest chunk of the pie. It actually comes from companies that are doing business. So collecting their revenue from there. And these companies had a bit of a hit because in Q1, that's when we kicked off the year with um, the lockdowns, which kind of gave companies a hit. Productivity was reduced. And when productivity gets reduced, companies make less money. Therefore, Zimra collects less money. So um, it's a bit of a hit that they have been facing. But um, yeah, it's, it's just pretty interesting that um, regardless of the lockdowns in Q1, Zimra kind of got a profit out of that um it's it's interesting though like um how their recent their recent ban on like cars older than 10 years kind of affected their revenue as well they do say that it did drop revenues when it came to like um tax collected from imports but uh yeah they don't tell us how much so we just have to <laughs> we just have to take what they say um it's actually quite. Rufala <laughs> just cutting people off today. He's just like, you know what? You don't get to talk. You don't get to talk. You don't get to talk. Nobody gets to talk. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, you know, it, it's it's quite interesting that um, well, the major the major here is coming from companies, and I guess it then makes sense. Um, is it? You know, I feel like there are too many SIs. I would think it's SI one twenty seven. The one that then says um, companies should receive in the currency that they that they um, like sold in. So if they received USD, they shouldn't then receive in a in a local currency um, receipt. That's to make it transparent that okay, 
these companies are actually making this much USD so that they can then tax them um, on that particular currency, which would then boost that um, that company's revenue share, right? No, the, the receding thing was, is, is cool because I think there's separate now taxes for USD and, and mm-hmm. local currency. So yeah, that'll probably be a better indicator. I think that's what, they were tra- that's what they were trying to do. Although putting it in one SI was quote unquote lazy. Like if it was supposed to be like that, then separate it out so that, you know, like what we've, what we've been saying, uh, SI-127 in its nature should have been for the Forex auction guys, another statutory instrument for businesses and whatnot. Like, yeah, you know, guys receiving these amounts, et cetera, because it makes, it makes sense. Because everything was just being now a mishmash with, and I'm not, I, I don't know if companies were doing this, but my suspicion is, you know, some companies would just meld together USD income with with local currency, and then just pay the tax off in in, in local currency, and not for the USD that they receive. I don't know if, if that was the case, but you know, I think probably that's something they wanted to stop. So it does make sense that they can now show like have these kind of uh, what do they call compare comparisons of of, of local currency and and um, US dollar. I hope you don't lose your train of thought. Like, what you wanted to say originally? No, I didn't. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead. My tangent aside. Oh, you mean that originally? It's gone, man. Like, let it go. You cut me off when I was in the height of everything. And it's just now, the point is gone. So it's like... Hmm. Oh, uh, actually, interesting enough, looking at the at the graph, I, I think I'll link the... This is my document so you can then read it for yourself. But like the intermediate, the intermediary money transfer tax is pretty high, like <laughs> higher than royalties, mining royalties, higher than carbon tax. You know, it's I think probably the fifth highest. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's around Two, the three. Fifth. Yeah. yeah. Is it fifth or Five, six? six? It's, it's about six. Um, six or seven. Yeah, it's about the because that's eight. So yeah, about uh, the sixth highest. So there's a bit of chunk of change there. Quite a bit actually, because. Um, that's what six billion, right? Six billion local currency, six billion four hundred thirty-nine. If they're doing this in millions, which is a substantial amount of money, to be honest, uh, for for a tax. While we then pay other stuff like VAT, so it's like look at net sales and VAT. It's like the third high, no, fourth highest. So um, being heavily taxed. Yeah, we're, we're super taxed. Like so, if if when they say <laughs> nine point eight um, billion uh, budget surplus. You can clearly see from the figures that, yeah, where we are shelling out the money, and this is one of the problems when, when, when if, if the economy is not good and they're reporting things like this, it just means that most of that, the burden of, of economic growth is being pushed onto the very last man. So You know what people, this reminds me of? Mm, what? City skyruns. If you start taxing a lot of your <laughs> citizens in city skyruns, those people will complain. They'll be like, what the hell? We're not going to go to work. We're not going to do all of this stuff. Like, you can't be taxing as you see them moving out to other cities. Um, but yeah, it's a game and reality is a totally different story. Like, you can't just up and leave Zimbabwe just because you're being heavily taxed. But if city skyruns oh, yeah. is not a game with a with, with, with real life model, it's because those grievances are actually correct. That, yeah, it, it gets mm. to a point where it's unbearable. Uh, and the thing is, the way things we internalize that stuff, like now when you go and swipe for stuff, you don't know, you don't really conscientiously think of what taxes you're paying when you're paying for certain things. So it's something that you just brush aside. Because like, and you're paying, like if you're using a bank card, you're, you're paying the, 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 the zip it fee mm. that you're using yeah. for, for that. You're paying for the VAT and you're paying for the 2% tax. So you start adding up all those costs, it's just like, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of cash erosion going on in people's wallets there. 
Yep. And then you, you like, again, I, I, that doesn't prompt people to want to spend. Because again, it, if I'm in that situation, I'll try to spend as optimally and minimally as possible. Um, so again, circles, circles back to the whole budget service that it's really nothing to celebrate about. Like it, the way it was reported, it felt like it was something you should be celebrating, but it's just like, okay. And then? So I guess like the the question the question that I might have like looking at the graphs is um we where exactly should the highest amount of revenues be coming from like um should it be from tax taxing individuals should it be from taxing companies should it be from like mining royalties I don't know if uh, there are other like missing metrics here that we don't have in Zim because maybe of our, always the state of our economy. But like, if we are to have like a budget surplus that comes from, I don't know, I would say the most favorable sources of funds, which ones would those be? Mm. I'm an amateur economist after all, so I can only make like estimates. <laughs> yeah. So just forgive me on this. Um, to be honest, I think. Zimbabwe is a unique situation because some of so so much of our economy is informal, so it's it's difficult to say where it should be coming from. Optimally, it should be coming from companies and individuals, like individuals and companies should pretty much contribute the most. But then again, with so many people who work off the grid, not within financial systems or not not in within the, like uh, incorporated businesses, it's then difficult to to get that tax again. Why the intermediary money transfer tax is brought to kind of, you know, extract that value from those transactions that happen in the informal sector. The unfortunate part, of course, is that we then, oh, it's a blanket punishment, basically. Like, yeah, you know, you might go and buy something in the informal sector, so 2% for you, 2% for you, and 2% for you. So it's, it's so in, in my head, and again, you're free to correct me on this, I'm sure there are many, many other armchair economists who think they know, or, or probably do know more than I do, which is great. Please correct me on that. But I, I feel like, yeah, in, in normal circumstances, yeah, Individuals and companies should, and you know, obviously resources. So mining, uh, any natural resources, it should be a great deal of of of, of revenue coming from those, in, either in, in, in taxes or or just generally in income from those processing and whatnot, and and and, and export of those. So that's that's probably where I stand. And with Zim, when you hear, oh, we've got so many natural resources, and then you look at mining royalties, and it's like the target was two billion, the actual was three billion. But like it's making less than the intermediary money transfer tax, which is like a six billion local currency. You're like, hmm, interesting. Very interesting. So something that you mentioned, Ed, uh, was that <clears throat> when this year started, we're we're starting in a lockdown, and uh, Zima also mentioned that um, they're like, hey, you know what? Um, the lockdowns actually um, did affect um, the things a bit. And here we are, um, just last night, was it, um, uh, the announcement was made um, by the vice president that um, there are new lockdown uh, measures that are being enforced. Like, isn't this just going to make things a bit uh, tougher again for Zimra? Hello? Yeah, I think it definitely will. Um, it kind of goes back to that situation of, um, companies go, because like within the details of the lockdown restrictions, they were saying, Hey, 
at least reduce company staff by 50% and only keep like essential staff within the premises. So again, it's going to be another situation where productivity drops because it just isn't enough manpower to keep productivity up. And it just affects a whole lot of things as well because um, there are some ancillary services that benefit from the employees going to work. So there are those SMEs as well who, let's say, make lunch for these guys who go to work. So mm-hmm. they're also going to be facing some some reduction in 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 their revenues because of that. Um, tran- the transport sector is going to suffer. Uh, you know, people are not going to buy as much fuel because not many, not as many people are moving about. So all the taxes that are being collected throughout all those ancillary services that are around companies um, are just going to be facing that um, reduction in collection of revenue and Zimra just collects less tax. So it's, it's a tricky position for Zimra right now, unless maybe if they adjust their targets and factor in the lockdown, probably they might still make a profit. Um, but it's something that is definitely going to be a negative impact for them. And yeah, we'll have to see what the Q2 report says. So it basically is crying about the red wall with the, yeah. Case. <laughs> yeah. This guy, if you, you if you work out there in these streets, you understand the value of that Sazare dollar. That stuff is delicious, man. It like, makes the world go around. <laughs> value for money, pound for pound. You won't get a better meal. You might get the ideas and fall asleep. Because yeah. But it's a funny one because like when I was so so when I was in Gweru, this other place where I like eating a lot after a long day's work doing the books. Um I was just eavesdropping on some of the guys eating Sadza there and they were like, But you know what? It makes so much economical sense to just buy my food here and not cook at home because I mean what I'm getting for two bucks here, like you know, and I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. here we go. Someone's thinking of their budget surplus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Like you'd, you'd, you'd spend probably more in ingredients. Like if you're buying from base going up uh, in ingredients, yeah. then because it costs more than $2. Because I think oil is like, what, 400, 500 bucks for two liters. If you're going to buy two liters, then it was expensive. And then, yeah, my getsy and, you know, the individual ingredients that come into that. So you're potentially spending a lot more than $2, but you're getting a plate. But then again, with the ingredients, you're getting the chance to make that probably at different proportions for longer. So it it probably could not work out that way. I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking this stuff, which I usually tend to to do. do. <laughs> well, not not exactly. No, you're you're all right. You're all right. You're still in the margins. So sometimes, sometimes I'm all right. Uh, but interesting about about the whole COVID thing, like. Um, I think it's also going to, um, you know, uh, in taxes, you mentioned like Zimmer's revenue is going to go down. It's kind of like that situation with, like when we're looking at, um, uh, was it eco-cash transaction volumes? Not necessarily from a regulatory point of view, but just because of, of the lockdown. Like the way things kind of went on a little bit of a decline because not a lot of people were spending. So with the intermediate mm-hmm. money transfer tax being as high as it is, if, you know, business is suppressed again, we'll just see those transactions drop a little bit more. So... Yeah, it's the the 
yeah, they'll have to adjust their 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 their, their targets going into this. But this is not like a full blown lockdown. This is basically just to curb the measures. And let's give them credit for kind of doing this early enough, um, because they could have waited for numbers to go a lot worse um, than they did. Uh, but then they tried to preempt it, kind of, sort of preempt it uh, earlier than that. But the effects only start on Monday, the fourteenth, is it? So kind of like, yeah, which is good because they stopped this whole immediate effect stuff, which I'm really happy about. Although I'm happy case, about that. In this case, I wouldn't. <laughs> so, you know, lockdowns are interesting for me. I don't know what's a better situation to have a longer extended lockdown or to do this like swinging back and forth, like, you know, open things up a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, seems like it's not working. Let's close down things a bit um, type of situation. But that might be a whole mm. different podcast to just yep. <laughs> talk about COVID <laughs> lockdowns. Uh, our thoughts on those. Man, a lot of oh, research. Yeah. But I think an interesting one would, yeah, I'm cutting you off, man. <laughs> I'm used to it. So I think an, I think an interesting one is like, um, the effects of it from an, from an economic standpoint. Like, which one's more favorable for the, for the economy? Would it be a long, a, an extended one, as Rufaro was saying? Or would it be like these short, brief swings, which I'm assuming would work best if it's a preempted thing where, you know, you open everything up, people do what they do. And then as soon as you start seeing the needle move, you, you close <laughs> things up a bit and then you open it again. <laughs> this, sounds like, like, this sounds like you're playing with people's lives, you know, like, ha, measure, let's see how the needle but not it. <laughs> Yeah, but like, because I, I think it's a I'm because I think it's a fifty fifty. My time, my time, <laughs> my time. I'm just your time. Take it, take the mic, take order, the mic. Order, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just joking. Continue. Uh, well, I was just saying from a from a you kind of like averaging things out and saying, hey, um, which one is going to be you know I'd say the best of both worlds in terms of um, keeping the rate of infections as low as possible, but also maintaining a level of productivity where all the sectors within the economy don't, you know, suffer as much. They don't get buried by the lockdowns. Rufaro clearly wants wants the country to be locked down for six months and then when everything is fine, we then reopen. So the thing is, I'm concerned about people here because each time you open up, right, people then believe, oh, this thing's not there. It's gone. You know, people start to go, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, to restaurants, no masks, you know, gigs, whatever. Like just the other day, isn't it? It was announced actually that, oh, yeah, musicians can start performing. Um, and then literally mm. 24 hours later or something, it was like, oh, no, <laughs> uh, no more. No, no, I'm doing more, that. 30 people or something like that. So it's like, that's where I'm then coming from. You'll be like, okay, in the long run, we're battling this um, virus that's out there, right? How do we then keep people alive? Uh, how do we, you know, uh, vaccinate people? In which case, vaccination does not necessarily mean you won't get infected as well. So it's, it's a tricky thing because like what Ed was saying, you know, there's the economic side of it. You no, know, people need to eat, right? People need to eat and for them to eat, they need to make money and to make money, business need to be operating. Uh, so at one point you're then like, yeah, you know, 
it makes sense to open up a little bit so that people transact uh, and make money and survive. Uh, yeah, it's it's not an easy thing, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 definitely harder because we we're not living in a country that like issues you like stimulus checks. Yeah, that's the most important like, yeah. thing. Everybody gets a stimulus check, so you can you can afford to stay at home. Like uh, the American model is probably the, the easiest one to, to describe, which is the most storied one. But I'm sure other countries are doing it as well, especially in the EU, uh, where you know you get an X amount of money for your uh, you know stimulus check or stem checks, and then you get uh, you know um, unemployment benefits as well on top of that. So those differ from if you're an individual, if you're a family, etc. So you can you can technically afford to stay at home uh, when that's when situations like that. Um, but in Zim, they, if, as far as I know, there hasn't been a situation where uh, you can shut down the country uh, because they can't afford to do it because they know that it's going to be difficult to pay everyone in a, a certain amount of money. And if they do, it's probably going to be something like, you know, I'm being generous, but at the most like 10 US per person. Um, and with the population six at, at um, 16 million or 17 million, it's a lot of money. <laughs> and and I don't, they don't have that kind of money to, 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 to throw around. Even if it's there, I don't think it'll be thrown in that direction. So the swing... I guess, you know, as, as, as bad as it is, is kind of sort of, you know, the only way they can probably operate because you can let people go and make money for a little bit and then shut it all down. But then again, it's insensitive maybe, because, sorry. Yeah, go on. Oh no, you already cut me off. Before. Like I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just now, I'm just now rage quitting every time. <laughs> I, need to, I, I, I need to control my thoughts better clearly. Uh, like something just pops up and then I'm like, let it out. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say, Uchi, or maybe this is a reflection of ourselves as citizens, Kuti. Um, like the restrictions are removed, right? But then we're not being responsible enough to transact in a safe manner, so we then have um, the infections increasing. Therefore, it's almost like you know, having a child, right? I don't have a child, but I was a child at one point, you know, um, like. You Maybe tell your expert. kid, yeah, you can, you can, you know, go around, you know, play around, no problem. And then you see your kid touching fire and then you're like, don't do that, right? And then you punish them uh, for doing that, but you're doing it for their safety because the kid is not responsible enough to not touch the fire. Uh, but if the kid was responsible enough to not touch the fire, they could operate uh, with much more freedom uh, without that, you know, like monitoring and those um, um um, boundaries and stuff like that so it might be just that uh hey if we're just doing things in a safe manner you know we, you wear your mask you sanitize you don't you don't just be reckless you know when you're out there to get infected or to infect other people then there might be no need for those uh restrictions to be formally imposed um with consequences mm. if you break them uh but hey easier said than mm. done Especially with vaccinations, oh, yeah. Now. Like they should and be the, like um, they should be like I'm. I'm just gonna go. It's gonna go. On. <laughs> it should just be like a let's go with those vaccination cards that they're giving out uh, in 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 other countries. Because now I think in America now you can, if you are if you're all vaccinated, you can you can walk around maskless or masks are optional if you're vaccinated. And other countries are doing that as well. So if if you have been vaccinated, you're you're fine. But it doesn't look like it's 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 that kind of situation. And if it's vaccination so- is the issue. Then you know, go door to door. To be honest, or set up. It's very. <laughs> what do you want, Ed? Do you still have your thoughts so that you go ahead? 
I think I still have it. <laughs> so, so I was going to say, I think it also boils down to what Rufaro was saying as well. Like, um, you know, are we responsible enough to then understand that, hey, just because I'm vaccinated doesn't mean, um, you know, I'm now immune to this thing. So, yeah, it it boils down to the responsibility of the people. But, hey, I mean, even if you do just, even if you do get into this lockdown situation, and, you know, a lot of people survive with Wi-Fi at work and they can't get their ticks and news that way anymore. They'll just have to just browse for free on the internet. I mean, it's as easy as that. You can read Slick. your ticks and news here for Slick. Mahala. Slick. <laughs> and, My goodness. And if you do need the airtime, there is Star 405. I mean, yeah, it's there with no data. So yeah, no data, no problem. Even when you're at home. So fear not. Take so proud of you, Ed. That's how you do it, Valentine. Yeah. Are you taking notes? <laughs> I took notes. You, you make it subtle. You don't just, you know, cut off and be like, ah, by the way, stuff. I'm bringing in a very good point. I have a very good point I need to say about this conversation, which is also a plug. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Before we get to it. Star four zero five hash. Yeah, but guys, seriously, star four zero star four zero five hash. Yeah, it's it's it. It's I, like I'm a Persia four or five. But Again, without the Persia, just legendary. you know, <laughs> it was a cool yeah. car. It was mm. it was a fun car. Yerufaro, this is where you're supposed to cut in and stop us before me and Ed spend an hour talking about cars. Ah, I actually want to continue the COVID conversation uh, of vaccinations and lockdowns. But then I'm like, hey, guys, we are talking about the budget surplus, you know, uh, the monetary stuff. Uh, uh, if we hear the lockdown stuff and COVID is definitely closely tied um, um, to this. Um, so I guess the... I, my mind just went blank. You know, you just lose everything. It's like, it's like when your laptop just crashes and it shows you the blue screen of death on Windows. I just like, I was oh, in yeah. the middle of doing something and your laptop was like, yeah, it's okay, but yeah, I'm done. I'm done for now. Like, I'm can, you, <laughs> can you restart? Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys had something else you wanted to cover. Um, we've very much talked about um, everything to do with the budget surplus and Zimra. Uh, I, I don't think we've talked about everything, but I think yeah, it's 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 it, it gets it, it, more we've rabbit holes. About, yeah, yeah. they're more rabbit holes. But then again, like I think it's 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 up to the audience. Like if you guys have comments, just put them down there so we can actually see what you guys think of this because uh, some of your input is awesome. Other times, I want to tear my hair out, but you know, it's okay. You know, we all think differently, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Um, but yeah, I'll link all the documents in, in the in the description. Go check it out. Uh, come back and shout at us if you think we missed something. Be very happy to hear it. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm done. Oh yeah, that was it. Was a fun conversation. Now I, I'm thinking of Sadza. <laughs> right, it's, it's 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 almost ten, bruh. So if you think of Sadza now, then you know. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare to nap. Like just prepare to your your Sunday is gone. Like shut up. It's not race weekend, so it's fine. I can go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um thank you everyone for listening. Uh we'll catch you on the next podcast. Au revoir. Ciao.
Bye-bye.